0: We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.
1: Book four. The Prince had the stairway smeared with pitch. And when Cinderella tried to run away, her left slipper got stuck.
0: Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Prince Kai Fan Pod, a Marissa Meyer Book Club podcast. I am Ashley and I'm Bethany. How are you doing today, Bethany?
1: Good. Real quick before we get started, Baka could not be here because they are moving for the winter, which sounds like birds or animals (laughs) animals that hibernate or something, but she will be with us next week, hopefully fingers crossed Um, I
0: miss her I know and
1: (laughs) it's always hard when one of us can't be here
0: yeah how have you been doing this week I had a week you did yeah Monday I was having a lot of hip pain so I went to the doctor to be seen and they made me go to the ER the ER told me that they don't know what's wrong with me that's Mm -hmm. unfortunate yep but
1: yeah well I hope that they find out what is bothering you and help you to heal
0: me too. How was your week?
1: Probably better than mine. It's just the same. <laughs> just the same? Just the same. All of the classes? Yep. I've been getting up at 4 a.m. every day. And I've been going to bed around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Okay. Um, did have to stay up till 1 a.m. last night. Oh, you poor thing. Well, I'm editing. I know. You poor thing. And then I, I went to... I got up for work around 7 and... Yeah, so just the same old, same old, same same old Bethany, busy school, (laughs) you know, it'll be like that for next two and a half years, it'll just be school, 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 pretty much it. We did get some good news for Quentin that his PT test got pushed to a nicer day, (gasps) uh, weather-wise, so that's very exciting for Mm -hmm. him, by the time this episode comes out, he'll have, Hopefully already done well on his test, but we'll have to wait and see.
0: Sending good vibes to your husband.
1: Thank you. Everybody sent good vibes. He, <laughs> he, ran, he ran the mile and a half in 12 minutes the other day, so he's definitely got big improvements.
0: Yeah, he was telling me about it at work because yeah. I asked him about it. He said he's he's doing better.
1: He's doing a lot better. A lot better. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a run next weekend. Yep. We have a race next weekend. I, Amy and I do at my college. Is it a 5K? It is 10K, 5K, and then the one-mile fun run. Okay. I was going to do the 5K, but Amy had hernia surgery in June, and she hasn't been keeping up with her training. Ah. So, I'm going to walk with her. Okay. And I might do the 5K first, because I think they're at different times. So, I I might run the 5K Mm -hmm. and then walk with Amy
0: for the one-mile
1: fun walk thing. Good work after your 5K. Yeah. We always walk up. You never want to just stop running after a run. That's not good for you.
0: <laughs> I used to,
1: when I was training for my half
0: marathon, I used to go home, drink my chocolate milk, and then go and take a nap almost immediately. And then nap oh, for an yeah. hour and then get up and I was good for the rest of the day.
1: When I was in cross country, it was just like, anytime we went on a meet out of town, it was like, almost everybody fell asleep on the bus. Yeah. Or I would fall asleep in my parents' car. And I kind of feel sorry for my parents because they always went to almost every single one of my cross-country meets. Oh, that's sweet, though. That's awesome. It's sweet, but as an adult, I'm like, okay, my parents literally, like, watched me run away and then waited 20 minutes for me to come back from running three miles and then just watched me run back. Mm-hmm. Like... And they really only saw me, like, run into the forest and then come back out half an hour later. Did they do stuff so? while you were doing? Uh, They usually, so where we're from, there's a place called Weldon Springs, which is this beautiful state park that has been lucky enough to keep its funding. Mm-hmm. And so they would just walk around the trails together. Yeah. Or, depending on the weather, like, my father would re- bring a book or my mother would bring a book or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, they entertain themselves. It's just, you know, t- typically if you're, like, child does, like, my sisters did softball. Mm-hmm. You see them. The, th- the whole game. The yeah. whole softball game, you see them. Yeah. When your daughter does cross country, it's just, you literally watch her and, like, 20 other people. Run away. Run into a forest, and then you just wait, like, half an hour. That's awesome. Because they have to run. We had to run, I think it was, like, 3.25 miles, and then we would come back. Yeah. So, it's, like, they just, or worse... Ugh, if it was at like another school and they didn't have that type of um area for us to run, mm-hmm. you would just run around the school. Ugh. But not like around the building of the school, like around the perimeter of the of the, of the school, school ground. Okay, yeah. So you would just literally be running around these like little tiny yellow cones following the pacer. But one cool. of the coaches from the host school would be a pacer and you would just follow him. And so whoever was fast was following him, and the rest of us were just following the person in front of us. (laughs) Praying that you were going the right way, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, usually, I was, I think my best time was, like, a seven-minute mile. So I was fairly good about, like, keeping with the herd, Mm. but there were people that had, like, an 11-minute mile, because three miles is a long run. It's not not one mile. You're not sprinting that whole time. So, and especially if you're, you know, we were like 12 to 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I stayed pretty much in the middle of the herd, but there were definitely people that were, you know, looking ahead. Yeah. Um, I do think some of the host schools had a pacer in front and a pacer in back, though. Okay. Um, and we were always taught to pick a target. Hmm. We always pick someone who you know is going to run faster than you and try to keep up with them or pass them if possible. So my mom has a different rule.
0: I oh yeah. Find a cute booty and follow it. <laughs> so she never looks did for, that. For nice booties and she'll follow it the entire time. Well, well to be fair, it.
1: we're separated to boys and girls. Yeah. But she that's what But she, that's uh, I mean, it. if you like girls, then you get to look at butts, so that's nice. I mean, I the butt. Uh <laughs> the only time we were not separated was when we went to state and which if you were me, you got to go to state, so that was fun because not everybody gets to yeah, go, yeah. but, like, I made it under the wire. Mm-hmm. I, it, I made it, it was, like, my best mile time, and it was, like, a 651 or something, and I just That's barely made really it. Good. Well, I weighed, like, 80 pounds back then, so it was a lot easier to run than now, but we ran together, kind of. The way that they had, it was in Chicago, And they, we were at one of the, I forget which university, but we were at one of the universities and it was four and a half miles instead of 3.25 for the state, which is kind Mm -hmm. of silly because you've been judged so far on three miles, but that's how they did it. And, um, we drove all the way up there in the bus, which, you know, was super fun. Yeah. And unfortunately, like, even though my parents went, I wasn't allowed to ride up there with them. I was Mm -hmm. only allowed to ride back. Mm -hmm. So that was annoying. But, yeah, we got all the way up there, we went to the campus, and they had us run around the campus like you would at a school, but there was, like, a there was like little tent pegs in the ground mm-hmm. with, like, nylon rope, and the boys were supposed to be on one side and the girls were supposed to be on the other, and then at the finish line, they had two different, like, it's not, like, really cool where they have, like, a ribbon and you get to run Whoa! through the ribbon, but there is, like, a little arch so yeah. you know that you're at the finish yeah. line. So, there's a little arch. It's like two PVC poles and someone puts a yellow flag on it. But, yeah. Gorgeous. It's very classy. The It's Illinois. What do you expect? The glamorous life of cross country. So, yeah. That was the only time we ran with the boys. And it's still like there to one side and we're to the other. Yeah. But, you know, state is different because you only get... We had two boys and two girls from each school. Mm-hmm. So it was me and another girl, and I don't know how I made it, because the other girl's mile time was, like, 6.04 or oh, something. Wow. Like, yeah. she was, like, 50 minutes faster. 50 minutes. She was, like, 50 <laughs> seconds faster than I was. But the boy was, he had, like, a five-minute mile. Mm-hmm. It's one of those really fast ones. So, jealous. In other news, did you see that someone broke the two-hour record for marathon? Yes, I did. That was really cool, right? It was super cool. I saw it and I was like, "Damn!" Yeah, that's <laughs> impressive. That's pretty much a full-on sprint the entire way. It is. That's a lot. That's it a is a lot. lot. I want to do... That's one of my
0: goals. That's on my bucket list.
1: To run a, a marathon in under two hours? No, just a full marathon. Oh. <laughs> I was like, girl, you better start training. <laughs> I can do... I can do... We did a half marathon.
0: I can do a marathon in my car in under two hours.
1: Oh, I said <laughs> I can do a marathon in my car in under an hour. Yeah. No, I was. you did a half marathon. I had now, did you run the whole way without
0: stopping? Mm-hmm. No, no, you I stopped. Had to stop. Yeah, yeah I, had, I had to stop. It was hillier than what I had been training for. for. In Illinois, you, well, in Illinois, where I was stationed at, at Scott, it's very flat.
1: Yes, but they're up in. Central to northern Illinois where I'm They're from, hills. there's hills. Yeah. And same
0: if you go down an hour and a half down to Carbondale. There's a bunch of hills and yeah. beautiful, beautiful scenery to go run at. And if you go across the river to Missouri, there's even more hills. Okay. And we ran something there.
1: Even St. Louis is pretty hilly. Yeah. Especially it. like because we trained. There are two places we trained at my school when we were in cross country, we trained at the park I told you mm-hmm. about, which was lots of hills. Or he trained at the local cemetery, because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> running with the dead people. It was just it. It's a, it was only, like, a mile down the road from the school, so we would yeah. all walk to the cemetery. And the cemetery was really big, really open, with lots of wide roads, but mm-hmm. it was full of he- hills and windies. Yeah. And when you're training, especially for long-term running, you want hills, you it want is, turning, yeah. you want variation in your in your training. So we would always walk Down there, run for, Mm -hmm. you know, usually in training, we didn't run for 3.25 miles. We ran for, like, an hour, Mm -hmm. and then we would just walk back. back, Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really, they didn't always calculate, like, all right, you guys have hit this many miles. Now you can stop. It was like, well, let's just run until the coach is tired, and then we'll stop, which was usually, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're on a tangent. That was a big
0: tangent of running.
1: But you know what? We're going to be okay with tangents for this episode. Because I posted a poll to see mm-hmm. if, if we if we should do an episode with tangents where I don't delete the tangents because okay. a lot of them I delete yeah because our episodes will get you know two hours long <laughs> yeah and then I end up posting something that's like an hour and twenty minutes because yeah. I cut out you know Becca and I one time went on like a twenty eight minute tangent about junk food Beautiful. which is fine chili cheese fries are amazing but naturally of yeah you've made them for me. Yeah, I make really good chili. <laughs> so, yeah, we get to keep the tangents from this episode, and we'll see how it goes. And yeah. to everyone who doesn't like the tangents, which was two people, I'm very sorry. But you can just fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> I do that sometimes. If I've been waiting for an episode and they get off topic, I'm like, no. Normally, I'm okay with tangents, but sometimes I'm like, nope, I need to... I need because. to know what's going on. This yeah. is a big one. Yeah. That's funny. So we finally reached our goal of 400 followers. Woo-hoo. And I also want to take a moment to say thank you to Random Podcast because they gave us two shout outs on two different episodes. Aw. that was very good. nice of them. That is. And you can find them on Spotify and Anchor. Yay. And Instagram. And their podcast is Random Beautiful. One episode was about cats, and another one was about, like, conspiracy theories, and... Yes. Yeah. It's that just, is random. just random. But it. it's fun. It's fun. And then Ashley has an announcement. Or not an announcement, actually. We made it last episode. We did
0: make the announcement last episode, however...
1: a refresher. A refresher. If you don't
0: remember, I came up with the idea of auctioning off one of the books with the criteria that you have to leave a review... If you've already left the review, of course, you can still be entered, you are still entered into the poll for my book signed, as well as Bethany's notebook yes. and Becca's notes.
1: Yes, which Becca's Notes is basically me and Becca emailing. So you'll get a copy. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through and I'll print out the email correspondence that Becca and I have yeah. together. We might be able so to exciting. get it bound
0: so we can like have a little book. I could do that. Yeah. I could do that.
1: Yeah, so that would be really fun. And really fun. like we said, uh, you just in order to get put in for the raffle, all you have to do is leave a review. And if you already left us a review, then thank you very much. Your name is already in there. It's very exciting. It is super exciting. And no one is exempt nope. except maybe the three of us. But I'm sure. But My sister asked. My sister was like, "Am I exempt?" I was like, "I guess not technically. I mean, you know, I could just give you my stuff. <laughs> like, I'm sure Bethany would not want my book, right? Because
0: it's written in and it would yeah, no, that's that's not
1: okay. <laughs> well, like, it wouldn't be my only copy, so it's fine. It's my thing. Because like with, the like with, with all the that's pretty. With all the drawings and stuff, what would be okay is that, or what would bother me is the next time I read it, I would see that, and yeah. I might forget why I put that down, and then it would pull me out of the book because I'd be trying to remember. Yeah. So, yeah, it would it would distract me, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I, I, so, it's funny, random
0: tangent, I've been listening to Harry Potter 6. Yay! Which is a half-blood prince, and in there, Harry has a book by the half-blood prince that's written in, and Madame Pr- Pince, oh, yes.
1: <laughs> she goes over there, what have you done to that book? <laughs> but it's his book, like he says, he can do what he wants to it. Yeah, and I thought and of you. I thought of you I, this week. Well, it. when I was a child, and I didn't know words, I would write in my books all the time. If I didn't know a word, I would get Mm -hmm. my dictionary and a pencil, and I would underline the word, and then in the margins, I would write what the word meant, so that the next time I read the book, you knew what it meant. I would know. All right, so you're ready to get... Do we have any more housekeeping before we... We do have a little bit more housekeeping. Okay. Okay, first things first, there's a correction from episode 22, which covered chapters 26 and 27. I missed three (gasps) Easter eggs, you guys. So... Huge thank you to Breeze Afterglow and Queen Celine Channery Janali on Instagram for pointing those out to me. I really appreciate it. And if any of you listeners notice an Easter egg that I missed, please message me. It's very hard to keep track of all of them. (laughs) Um, I also have not yet read Fairest or Stars Above. I'm working on it. (laughs) So if there's an Easter egg that is revealed in one of those books, I haven't um, experienced it yet, so I definitely need shout-outs for those. Are are any of those books ones
0: that you can read for your assignment?
1: No, all the books? Oh, I wish. I was, I Believe <laughs> me, I wish. <laughs> but this one's run, right? This one was one, Heartless was one, and okay. Wires and Nerves was one. Okay. But she limited me. Oh. Because Renegades was also one, and so was Crest. Oh, and you love Chris. I do. But she limited me to three. Oh. By what? the same author. Cause she saw she knows about my podcast. Yeah. And she listens. Hi, Dr. Creel. Um, <laughs> oh, that's sweet. And she messaged me and was like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that you know, that author from your podcast has several books on the list. I, I can't let you do all her books. The whole point of the assignment is to branch out and read different books. So I'm gonna limit you to three uh, try to choose ones that aren't in the whole, you know, in the same genre or series so that you yeah. can mix it up a little bit. I was like, okay, all right. I still tried to, I, I leveled with her. I still tried to pick books that I've already read, but she knows how many classes I'm taking, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We
0: also have a come and a question from at Breeze Afterglow. Hey, guys. So I've been thinking a ton about technology in the Lunar Chronicles, and honestly, I'm so envious. I especially love how universal everything is, from the chip in everyone's arm to Iko. Anyways, I was wondering if you guys c- could have any of the tech from the books, or from what you've read up to this point, and which would you want? I personally love the idea of holograms, like the one of Cinder's body in- or the games Pearl was playing. The hovercrafts also sound really helpful. Anyways, love loving the episodes. Can't wait to dive deeper. Same.
1: Yeah, same. <laughs> same. So thank you, Lena, slash, at Afterglow on Instagram, because that was really fun. I love getting emails. Yes, that is. What? You first. Iko. <laughs> I want Iko. I want an Iko. It doesn't have to be Iko. But I want a little Android bestie, especially because, like, I don't have to tell you. Military life is hard. You move around and you oh, have to yeah. make friends. and it's Making friends, and friends as an adult, especially like right now because I didn't have a job when we first moved here, mm-hmm. I was like, how do I make friends? <laughs> oh, I just meet people through my husband. Or your husband just brings
0: people. With yeah, the, that's how you were. Yeah, he was like,
1: hey, <laughs> this one. <laughs> so he just came home and he was like, I met a girl today. And I was like, cool. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I think you would be good friends with her. And I was like, oh, yeah, why is that? And he's like, well, she liked Harry Potter. I was like, well, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, that's one thing we could talk about. <laughs> a little bit. But he, he went further and further and further. And I was like, yeah, I could be friends with her. Yeah, I get but, it. <laughs> yeah. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. friends. And now you're a co-host. I am. So what, you, what would you like? I,
0: I don't know. Ico would be a good one. An yeah. Android would help. I think I'd want even though like it's so prejudiced in this book, I would want like that the lie detector. Oh yeah. But like I'm already good at telling lies... or not telling lies, but seeing when my airmen are lying to me because I can see it in their eyes. And I'm like Right oh, You're terrible at this.
1: Quentin's a terrible liar. I am too. I am too. <laughs> <laughs> well but to me, he's a terrible liar Aww. because he can't lie to me.
0: Yeah, I can't keep secrets from John.
1: Yeah, I can't keep
0: secrets, period. So we we have to do our Christmas and Yule shopping like the month of because we can't keep that secret away from each other. And we give each See, other gifts. See, that stuff
1: I can keep secret. I just get really excited, so I start texting other people. <laughs> like, I'll text my sisters or his friends or his yeah. family and be like, look what I got. Isn't this great? Because I get really excited about whether or not he's going to like it. So I just try to tell other people yeah. until it's time to tell him. We can't keep that from each other. Yeah. So we
0: give each other gifts throughout um, the month of December.
1: Oh, okay, so you don't have to wait.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't like waiting anyway. That's We're spoiled rotten, both of us. So yeah. I want that lie detector and the ability to see comms come through and not have to look at my phone.
1: That would be handy. I do like the effect that you could silence it, because that would bother me. Constantly coming through, like, especially if I'm sleeping or watching, you know, reading a book or something. Yeah, I think lie detectors... I think that would be neat. I think it would be neat, but I think it would also be hindering. Okay. I can see it. I Because there's reasons people lie. Yeah. And I wouldn't, unless it's harmful, I wouldn't want to take that away from them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for so, example, yeah. if somebody is going through a rough time, but they don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And you I ask mean, how something's going, and they say fine, and your lie detector goes off. Yeah. That's not your business. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. They are trying to keep that to themselves for a reason. So mm-hmm. I would, not that's my only thing with it, is that I don't necessarily condone lying. Like I said before, I'm not, I can't handle it. It gives me anxiety Aww, and nausea. Poor, but... <laughs> But I understand that some people lie for a reason, and I wouldn't want to take that away from them. I feel that. I yeah. can get
0: it. I understand.
1: That's probably reading too much into it.
0: True. <laughs> I just, I mean, that that's one of the things that I would want. Yeah. Becca's not here. What
1: do you think she would pick? Ico. Oh, yeah. Aiko. <laughs> she has talked about the convenience of the ID chip, though. Being able True. to, like, scan... For payments and stuff like that. So maybe yeah. I go and that. Because she definitely would probably want an I go too, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would say I go 100%. I,
1: go. I do, Or it doesn't have necessary. It's just some kind of companion that has to be my companion. They can't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> <sounds> so terrible. <laughs> well, I just, like, they can't leave me. They get to go with me when I go to a new base or something, yeah. Is you yeah. know. So that's my... I
0: get it. I understand. Yeah. It's, and I it like, is hard.
1: I like what Lena said, too, about playing all these cool games and stuff. Because I didn't even think of the games when I first started reading the message. I was like, well, having Ica would be cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Those,
1: those hover belt things, that would be a nice way to travel around. And then she mentioned the hologram and the, uh, the, hologram and the holograph and all the games. And I was like, that actually would be really cool. But I be, don't play a lot of games. It would be neat. What I just would need? have to find my
0: niche of the game.
1: It's true, cause like I love Spyro. <laughs> just play Spyro. Yeah, I'll just play Spyro the Dragon. That's fine. Yeah. Or Scrabble. Yeah. The only game I have on my phone is Scrabble. If that doesn't prove I'm a librarian, <laughs> I I don't know what does. <laughs> love it.
0: You don't play. Like, what's the one where you like shake up all the the letters? It's got like three by three, and you shake up all the letters and you form words out of that. You don't have one of those. Word
1: wand. Something like that. Yeah, I love Word Womp. Yes, I play that too, but I don't have it on like an app. Okay, but you can play it on Pogo, and it's called Word Womp. The one I've played, and it's these little chipmunks. Oh, and they 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 they're digging. They want your letters, so you have to hurry up and make the word. Before they eat the letter. That's Because they're digging a hole out of the ground to get to your letter. That's adorable. It's super <laughs> cute. It's on Pogo.com, which is this game site from the 90s that still exists. Hell yeah. And it's super cool. And you can play for free. Or you can pay money and join and, you know, try to earn money. Or bet against other people and, like, you know, gamble, which I don't do. I just play the free stuff and I suffer through the YouTube ads that come up every seven seconds. Yeah. You'll need to look it up sometime because it's super fun. I will. I will look it up. Yeah. Pogo? Pogo. Pogo.com. Pogo. Pogo. It's super fun. And there's lots of other games on there. My sister likes to play other games on there. That's awesome. So we have another listener com, which is really exciting. This is from at TLC underscore renegades on Instagram. And it's just a little message, but it made me smile. So, ever since I followed you guys on Instagram, I've been meaning to listen, and I finally was able to listen to the first chapter today. I love how you guys go into so much detail and cover everything in the chapters, and I can relate to Bethany holding back on the spoilers. I can't wait to hear more heart. Aww. Which was just, it was just really nice. This person posted (laughs) on their story that they were listening to our episode while they were doing algebra homework. So I messaged and I was like, oh, I'm so glad we can keep you company while you're doing your math homework. I mean, yes. I always hated doing math
0: homework because I got math and I hated doing the homework to prove that I knew how to
1: do math because I'm lazy.
0: I hated doing math homework.
1: I I love math. No, I'm not. I'm one of those people. I'm good at everything but math. Oh, you know, I'm good at good at English and science and history and writing. I'm great at writing and things Mm -hmm. like that. But math, you know. I can do math. It's just anything above algebra, no. Just no. Like when we had to start doing matrices, I was like, when am I ever going to use this? And guess how many times? Guess how much I've used it? Zero. None, 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 none. None, none, none. I even had a teacher once in high school. And I was struggling to learn it. And he's like, you need to know this. And I was like, other than another math class, when am I going to use this? And he was like, well, what if you manage a business? And I was like, I'm a manager at Hardee's right now, and we have computers <laughs> that do all of this for, for me, you. Yeah. so no, yeah. you don't I that. don't need it. Sorry, Mr. Dinner. Yeah, I remember <sighs> his name. You always remember the people that make you suffer. <laughs> <laughs> What's one subject that you're bad at that, would, that you would struggle so, through? History, because I can't ever remember dates. See, I don't believe in the whole remembering a date thing. I don't remember dates. Think if date. you can remember a general time frame, it's fine. If you know it happened towards the end of World War II, you don't need to know that it happened on a specific day in mm-hmm. the year. Yeah, you that's know? how they
0: always would test us, though. That was the only one that I was really, really bad at. I was, I'm, I'm a good writer. I'm just lazy.
1: See, which is weird, because a lot of people have, which science is getting away from now, but a lot of people it's like you're either good at English or you're good at math kind of thing. So it's I kind of have your the duality. Luck, huh? I've got that duality. Yeah, which is very lucky. That means that you're a genius. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, literally. Literally, according to science, if you can use both parts of your brain equally, you're a genius. Huh, that's neat. So you are um, underpaid and should have gone on to do something bigger. I should have. Maybe we should have got your bachelor's and been an officer or something. One day when I grow up and get out of the military. You can be a genius.
0: <laughs> no, actually, I want to do, when I get out of the military, I want to go and get another associate's. You want to be a chef pilot, right? Yes. Yes. With an IT bachelor. <laughs> with, an IT with an IT bachelor's degree.
1: A chef. <laughs> you want to be a chef pilot who also advances in IT. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. I don't know what I want to do.
1: Just that's those things to. that you want. That's just what I'm
0: interested in. I love cooking. I, yeah. l- I love the idea of flying. I've been in the cockpit watching us land, and it's the coolest thing in the world. So, yeah, I just don't know what I want to do <laughs> to grow up.
1: Yeah. I, I'm i very lucky. I've known what I've wanted to do basically my whole life. You are so, that's very lucky. There's a lot of people that don't have that. Unfortunately, me, my baby sister is dealing with that. She really just yeah. doesn't know... What she wants to do and what mm-hmm. path she wants to take. She knows what she likes, but, you know, that's not always lucrative. Yeah. The, the
0: Definitely. You
1: know, the lucrative part is hard. I think you either have to find something that is lucrative enough to fit your lifestyle, mm-hmm. or you have to be okay with not having a lucrative job. Mine's not lucrative.
0: Yeah, but
1: definitely needed. It's very needed. It's just not lucrative. Like what you guys do is.
0: It you know? is, yeah but I don't want to do it.
1: Well, it's not <laughs> crazy. I mean, it's not like you're a stockbroker or something, oh, but no. it supports your lifestyle, especially if you don't have kids. Mhm.
0: It does, and out in the real world, it pays a lot of money, too. But I just other than fixing things, it's a, a decent passion. amount
1: of money out out in the real world. You have to take into consideration benefits. True, but if I was to go
0: get several other shirts, it would it would start racking up with a bachelor's degree.
1: Yeah. Quentin's done the math, though, and once you add in all of the stuff that, you know, like benefits and stuff, mm-hmm. it's it's not as much more as people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. I actually made more than Quentin before we were moving here, before he moved here. Oh. I was making about 40 a year. Wow. And okay. he was still just a staff sergeant, so... I was bringing home the bacon. You were the breadwinner. But I was a vegetarian at the time, so I was bringing home the veggie bacon. <laughs> which the, is not very good. The Boco Burgers. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big Boco Burger, but I like the, um, good golly, it just fell right out of my head. Morningstar is the best oh. brand. I love their corn dogs. I still eat them. They're in my freezer right now. They're really good. They're They're and really they good. changed
0: their recipe, so they don't have artificial dyes on there anymore. That's very true. I'm very excited about that. Another tangent. tangent.
1: <laughs> but see, I, we got approval to do one episode with tangents. And we'll yep, see how it goes. It. <laughs> so the next thing we're going to talk about is last week's fan art. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. It's
0: it's like a comic strip. It is a comic strip, essentially. Yeah, I
1: think I put in there that it was like scene art. Scene art. I like It's that. like a scene board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But mean, it's really great. It's that whole first scene with Cinder at the market and Sunto and the children playing and singing Ring Around the Rosie I, and it's got her foot I really really
0: really like the marketplace that's my favorite thing I like seeing it and visualizing it now now I can so I never had really a good grasp on how to visualize it okay I didn't have anything that was concrete that I really liked did and you really look
1: up the images that Becca and I mentioned in our podcast episode about that that was before you were a part of the show, but you were listening. I was listening. I don't think I did. My I life. think I was driving. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. Shouldn't, shouldn't be should. on your phone while you're driving. Yep. Definitely don't want to condone that. I was listening to it as I drove in and out of work, because
0: sometimes the gate gets backed up. So,
1: so that fan art was from art underscore by underscore Aviva underscore on Instagram. And that is also the person who shared Peony with us. Lovely. So, you can find both of those on our Instagram and our Facebook and our website. And speaking of fan art, our logo
0: contest is officially over. The voting ended on November 1st.
1: Me, wait, no. Yeah, you. Bethany. You're Ashley.
0: (laughs) Becky. Becca. And
1: myself. We'll, well, a little sneak these? peek into why that, see, we get to do tangents. Yes, we get to do tangents. We'll sneak peek is that Bethany is the one that writes all the outline and the notes, and she wrote it in her voice, but we're supposed to alternate. We are. And it was Ashley's turn, so she started reading her own name. <laughs> Ashley. And then remembered Ashley. it was her name. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah, so the three of us will announce it's the it. winner when we're all back together on episode 25, which will come out Monday, November 11th. What happened? November 11th there's something significant about that day that it's veterans day maybe thank you god I am bad <laughs> what a terrible <laughs> veteran I am <laughs> oh my god so see okay here's why I know that one I grew up with a veteran but
0: I did too so I was constantly
1: so but see here's the thing veterans day you can go places and they usually give out free food
0: Mhm.
1: my dad had four kids so when it was Veterans Day, and he actually got to go out to eat yeah. and not pay for it, yeah. which he still had to pay for all of us, but his was free. Yeah. So he'd get, like, whatever he wanted. So we would always go to Applebee's, and he would always Aww. get a steak. Because yeah. that's not something. When beautiful. you take your kids out and you have four of them, you're going to, like, McDonald's. Yeah, you're not going I know. to Applebee's. So. Yeah. Um. And then November 12th is also my dad's birthday. So it is also National Peanut Butter Day. So you better feed your dogs some peanut butter that day. They love peanut butter. That's also, my dad loves Reese's, so. Did you send him Reese's? I always give him those big half pound Reese's. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, they're huge. And he puts them in the freezer and he'll literally just like eat it slowly. Like scoop That's it awesome. out like it's ice cream. <laughs> I <Delicious>. bet <laughs> it's good though. That sounds it's delicious. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Tangent. <laughs> yeah.
0: See if we get two though. A big thank you to everyone who submitted their logos for us. We were surprised how many that we got and how much participation we got overall. You are also wonderfully talented, talented, and we appreciate you taking time to create art for us. I loved every bit of it. I did
1: too, and I really loved all of the... They're just so different. They're all so different and so unique, and some of them you know, went in a completely different re- direction mm-hmm. than I was imagining in my head, and that was really nice. I like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm really excited for the three of us to be together so we can announce the winner. <laughs> there were voting on Instagram, Facebook, and our, not our website, but not everybody has Instagram. So some of the votes are coming in from different places, but so we have to kind of combine the votes from all the different places and then, yeah. And then we'll be able to announce it. So it's very exciting. And I, oh, want, a, exciting. I want all three of us to be together. So. I do, too. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely all of us have to be together for that one. Yes. And then we're finally done with housekeeping. Housekeeping is done. Book four. I'm going to read my quote now, which you probably heard at the beginning of the episode. Book four. The prince had the stairway smeared with pitch, and when Cinderella tried to run away, her left slipper got stuck. <gasps> stuck. It's so Poetic, I'm so excited for this part of the book. We're getting into the nitty gritty stuff,
0: speaking of our fan art. did you get the kind of
1: throwback from when she
0: was when Cinder was sitting there bored at the beginning of the book?
1: Yes, I wrote that in my notes too.
0: <laughs> I did write that in my
1: notes. i right. we're in Cinder's perspective, yeah, we are yeah. in Cinder's perspective. We're back in Cinder's perspective last week. I think we were in Cinder's perspective last week. Oh, you are correct. We were. We would would, Kai and Cinder. Kai and Cinder. So last episode we talked about. What are we talking about? Kai. We talked about Kai and his dinner with the Predator Mm -hmm. and how. Drama Queen. Oh my god. (laughs) Straight up Drama Queen. And then Cinder lost her foot and Aiko. Yeah. Makes me sad. Makes me sad. But she. She got to keep the personality chip of Aiko.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: is, that. I mean, that's nice, and she mentions that in this chapter. It's, like, not all gone, it's, but it's currently unavailable to her.
0: Audrey said that it, she just left the worthless parts on her heap of blankets, and what I thought was, well, technically, you you left the most expensive piece, Ico's personality chip. Well, it's not the most expensive piece. Not in monetary value. But in sentimental and but only emotional. to
1: but only to Cinder. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. I mean to to Audrey it's completely worthless because it's a defaulted chip. Not defaulted. It's a damaged chip yeah. that no one would buy. So mm-hmm. from Audrey's perspective, yeah, it is worthless. But yeah. not from Cinder's. Not from Cinders. But
0: yeah.
1: Cinder's bored.
0: <laughs> That's the beginning of this chapter.
1: She's She's bored. She's chilling at her booth with her chin in her hand. And the square is busy because everybody's at the Peace Festival, but Cinder says, no more customers. I love it. I love that.
0: I love it. It's like a giant middle finger to Audrey. It is,
1: but it's also like, that might not be the most lucrative decision when you're about to run away especially but, since later in the chapter she's like gee i hope i have enough money for gas it's like well you could be making more right now but those funds go immediately to audrey don't they that's true never i never mind go right but ahead that's go. a good that's no, a good no, no point. that's a very good point because otherwise yeah why would she want to work yeah don't no, no i completely off, agree screw yeah, audrey <laughs> right over my head yeah it's all
0: good it's all good i also mentioned it's still hot the passing food, I had just gotten done with brunch this morning with some friends, and I was like, mmm, more
1: food. Man, I could go for more food. See, I haven't eaten, because we're going to, uh, we going to have pasta for dinner. Yeah, carbs! <laughs> so, <gasps> I have not eaten. Where are you going? Italian garden, because I'm obsessed. Okay, that works. I just really love their food. I'm obsessed with their little rolls, and they have the best creamy Italian dressing, and I'm going to get the tortellini alfredo, and I'm probably only going to eat, like, a fourth of it, but then I get lunch tomorrow with no cooking, so that's exciting. Always so, a plus.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have breakfast for tomorrow and then probably for Monday as well.
1: Nice, Perfect. nice, which is always exciting. I I liked the mention of the food because it made me think of like carnival food, and not yeah. so much since we moved down here to, to to Mississippi. And it's something I noticed in Nebraska too, but in Illinois any outdoor activity is an excuse for junk food it is there will be vendors everywhere funnel cakes lemon shakeups, corn dogs the size of my arm also no one down here knows what I'm talking about when I say lemon shake-up but I feel like it's fairly self-explanatory do you yep. not know what a lemon shake-up no, is no I know exactly know? what oh, okay. it is but yeah. I'm
0: thinking and I've I've never seen that advertises a lemon shake-up
1: really down here down here, yeah. But in yeah. Illinois, yeah,
0: we had that's it what it's called. It's
1: literally a lemon shakeup. Mm-hmm. They mix it the way you would mix a martini, and they do it right in front of you, and it's delicious. Yeah, it's, it's just lemonade, but with tons of sugar, and they make it right in front of you, and it's so good. <sighs> yes, yeah. so good. real lemons, too. real lemons, and those little um, they're like spiral potatoes that they make right in front yes, of you they're like they deep fried the- and covered in seasoning salt <sighs> yeah. like that's what I think of what when I, I hear it? festival and things like that and people talk about the food I think of like kettle corn and food like that that you can pretty much only get uh, when you're at those types at of events favor. yeah And they don't do that down here. They have outdoor stuff all the time down here, and the only food they'll have is like crawfish. And I'm sorry, I'm not a fan. I do love me some crawfish. It's not like fair food, though. No, it's not fair food. Like, that's not the kind of stuff I'm going to a fair to eat. (laughs) I understand. Like, that one we went to on base, they had Chick-fil-A. I'm like, okay, Chick-fil-A. Like, I disagree with their politics, but their chicken is fine, but it's that's not chicken. what I came here for. <laughs> I like, know, yeah. That that's was fresh. not what I, I'm not going to a fair, like, gee, I hope they have fast food, like.
0: Yeah, <laughs> something that you
1: can get <laughs> down the street. Right. Oh, yeah. I understand. That would be fresher.
0: <laughs> it, so, you mentioned funnel cakes, and it reminded me of a friend who doesn't like funnel cakes. She <gasps> so, so, likes elephant ears. Which are similar to what how a funnel cake is. But there's so cinnamon,
1: bad. right? Instead of powdered sugar.
0: No, it's powdered sugar on top.
1: Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just different shapes. There. Yeah, it's just different shaped, And that's, that's what she silly. liked.
0: <laughs> she grew that's up silly. working with the carnival.
1: Oh, okay. So, When I, in my hometown, uh, there's this thing called Apple and Pork Festival. Mm. It's huge. Mm. Our town is 7,000 people. And last year they had over 150,000 oh. people that came in for Apple and Pork. It is exactly how it sounds. It is a huge fall festival with nothing but vendors selling food or, you know, T-shirts or knickknacks or whatever. And it is one of the things I miss the most about home just because of all the food and random stuff that you can buy for no reason. And they'll have like a little petting zoo. And they have a tram ride. There's just a bunch of really cool stuff. And it's all unnecessary. And I love it.
0: You know, I just had the thought. Send us your favorite festival like,
1: food memory.
0: Food and memory.
1: Yes. Because this is a festival, we should all celebrate. Yes. Apple and pork festival is is a festival too.
0: It what is. Name. I always liked wing fest.
1: I'm not getting on wings cuz they're there's just a lot of work, dude. I love I love they're them. messy.
0: They are. That's why I love them cuz I eat messy anyway. And I'm
1: weird about eating stuff off the bone itself. Then my, veg- then my vegetarianism comes back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should go back to not this, but yeah. Send us your favorite your favorite festival memory.
1: Yeah, I'd like to know what everybody around I the world. Don't know if I have a favorite memory from a festival,
0: or your favorite festival you have ever been to. I know John's family. We
1: really got to go them. to a Renaissance festival and Those we met awesome. these Irish wolfhound dogs. Aww. That were like the same size as me. <laughs> Those are cute. And that was a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. That yeah. was so much fun.
0: I love rent fairs. We're yeah. going to, with my friend that was in the carnival, we're going up there, up to one, up north somewhere. She's just going to dress me up and take me with her.
1: You don't know where it is? Nope. Very exciting. Yes, yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. But John's
0: hometown does a fiddler's convention. That's fun. Yeah, and it's like the biggest one in the United States. Crazy. Where's his hometown? Fries, Virginia. It's it's pronounced freeze, but I call it fries because it's pro- it's
1: spelled like fries. Like Platt Smith. Yeah. There's Plattsmith, Nebraska, and it's spelled it's spelled Plattsmouth, and I'm like. <laughs>
0: <sighs> but, <laughs> but yes, festivals. That's I mean, she's stuck in the middle of the festival.
1: And if you're not a festival person and you're grumpy and your sister just died and you just lost your best friend and your foot, yeah, I'm sure the festival would be the worst place to be in the heat, just sitting there, bored out of your mind, counting down like, this second. Yes, and she does. Because it, she's probably, if I were I her, I would just be filled with like, anxiety and anticipation like I just want to go yeah I underlined
0: 12 hours I love that she has a countdown I had a countdown from leaving Scott Air Force Base to coming here to Keesler. oh I have
1: countdowns to all kinds of stuff <laughs> countdowns to the end of your degree uh no that's no too it's too many days it's like two years okay but still. one two three I'm counting semesters two and a half years. two and a half years okay. I'll get it done The December before we move, and we move in February of 2022. But that's still pretty good. Yeah, actually. Go you. Go you. It's it's your brain. It'll be my second second associate's, uh, a bachelor's, and a master's in three years. So that's exciting. A lot. Yeah. Go you. Yeah. See, that's why I'm busy. (laughs) Because that plus my job plus the podcast is like busy. yeah it's a lot <laughs> it is a lot but i i count down stuff at, like uh, if clinton goes out of town
0: count down to when count close.
1: down to when he comes home yeah mm-hmm. because i hate those those are not fun one of those people i meet so many people that are like oh i love when my husband gets deployed i get me time no if i want me time i just tell my husband i want me time the rest of the time he needs to be around yeah in case i want we time we type, um, I love it. And I can't do that if he's in Yeah. So. <laughs> true, too true, 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 true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't deployed yet. At all? Yeah. Nice. Not really. I wish I had. I'd have the experience. Yeah. That I can tell the Quentin
1: was gone several months, and I think he liked it for the most part. I don't think he was expecting it to be as difficult I don't think he was expecting the separation to be as difficult as it was mm-hmm. because we had done long distance mm-hmm. for like a year while yeah. I was finishing up my associate's degree. But long distance and still talking every day, texting every day, seeing each other once a month is very different than, you know, six or seven months where you get one hour of Skype a week yep. and emails when there's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think he was expecting to miss, you know, me and Scamp and home as much as he did because we didn't have Beowulf yet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, I'm very sentimental. I like writing letters rather than I wouldn't email John. I sent,
1: I sent care packages.
0: I'd want care packages, and I'd want to actually write to John,
1: like say yeah. stupid
0: shit, like, hey, I thought about you, blah, 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 this is what happened,
1: blah, blah, blah. This well, is what I, I thought not think you, and then... doing emails means it's not sentimental.
0: I guess I'm not very... I work in IT, but sometimes I don't like technology.
1: Yeah, I don't like technology, but my husband doesn't do anything without technology. So, like, I could send him a letter, but he's still going to write me an email. Yeah, I wouldn't write yeah. an email back.
0: I'd write
1: straight up. Yeah. And, like, different color gel pen, like, my book is in. <laughs> yeah. I did send him a care package with the most random stuff. I sent him a care package with his favorite hoodie. Aww. um, His favorite T-shirt, because he was only allowed to pack so much. hmm So, his favorite hoodie, his favorite T-shirt, a six-pack of um, Green River, which is a soda pop that Ooh. he loves. Um, it's kinda like the original Mountain Dew. It's from like eighteen fifty or something like oh, that. Wow. It's delicious. It's very hard to find. Oh, what else? Gummy bears. Of course. That's his favorite. That's like the only snack that's sweet that's that beer, he likes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. When he passes um, the PT test, maybe I'll Kettle chips, barbecue, but he likes the salt and vinegar ones, but I didn't have any at that time. Yeah. Um I decorated the box and painted it and wrote little notes and hid them everywhere. When he packed, I hid little notes Mm -hmm. everywhere. So, like, the entire time he was there, he was just randomly finding notes for free. Like, you saw. I told you about what I did to his car. Yeah. Yeah. He sent home, because he left in February and he didn't come back until the end of summer. And he ended up sending back a tub that had, like, all of his winter uniform in it when Mm -hmm. he was done with it. And I opened it and, like, walked out of the room for something and came back in the room, and Scamp was laying in it. Oh, baby. So I just left it in the living yeah. room for, like, two months until <laughs> I came back. Scamp just kept laying in it. Yeah. And it was obviously comforting for Scamp. Yeah. So I was like, all right. Right as well. Yeah. yeah. This is Scamp's first deployment, too, and he was <laughs> only, like, eight months old yeah, when Quentin left. So it was very difficult for him.
0: Yeah. When John was TDY for his last tech school... I wrote him a bunch of notes. Yeah. But we talked every day. Like, we, I would call him, and he would sit there and play games, and I'd sit and play games, and it was just like we were both together. Yeah, we but only I got Skype
1: I once a week on Saturdays for an hour, and sometimes we didn't get that. Mm-hmm. That, that happens. Yeah. So, we didn't get to do that. <sighs> countdowns. Yeah. I definitely understand. It's a shame she even has to count down as soon as she's heard that. Car engine roar. She should have just been able to go.
0: I put a, such a smile. I did put a big smiley face, but she can't just leave. She has to wait for Audrey and
1: Pearl. Pearl to yeah. Be occupied well, for a couple I also want hours. to know because I can't remember. I want her to go get her foot before she leaves. I want her to like ransack the apartment, find her foot, reattach it, and then leave.
0: Where would she? Even- I don't know where they put it. I wonder if she I don't save care. Save it. I know
1: you don't care. I don't care. Want I head. want her to ransack the shit out of that apartment <laughs> and find that foot. Yeah. Unless Audrey sold it, she shouldn't have to go without it. She's sure. already leaving. We know she's going to cut out her ID chip. Why not take the dumb foot? What kind of monster takes your foot? <laughs> Still. Oh God. If there's any sympathy for Audrey, it's long gone. It so we finally get confirmation that she gets, Oh, that's why I wanted her foot. Because it's her left foot that she's missing. So, like, it won't stop her from driving. Yeah. But it'd still be nice. It'd
0: just be... I, I'm i thinking about it. She doesn't really tell us how
1: much of her leg is missing. She says the ankle. In the the ankle, first okay. In the first... In the very first sentence when they're talking when she's talking about removing her foot, she says ankle. Okay. So, it should literally it, like
0: a stump right now. It should with it wires. Should, it should sit fine then. Yeah, the, but it's still unfair. It is yeah. still unfair. I'm just thinking like dangling there that'd be annoying.
1: Yeah. I put my foot up. A, nope. Like this when try. There's, like, a little ledge next to my brake pedal. and That's where oh, I, I rest my foot. Nice. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I put my foot up, like,
1: almost no. up on the chair. No, because I always have the steering wheel, like, right up at me. Because otherwise... Because <laughs> yeah. it's not that I'm short. It's that I have really short arms and really short legs. No, I under... I, so, like, <laughs> I... When... By the time I get close enough that I can I can comfortably reach the pedals and the steering wheel, my knee would hit the steering wheel if I had it in my lap. Yeah. My it so, sometimes does. Yeah. But what we really get confirmation of, which is nice, is that she's finally getting money from Dr. Erlond. I'd love to know how much. Same, because she mentions she used half of it. Rewiring her her big
0: tank of gasoline.
1: Yes, and she mentions that she's pretty sure the gas will, she's hoping the gas will get her as far as the next Providence. Yeah. So not very much gas, not very much money. But at least she'd be free. But at least she'd be free. With her best friend. And maybe she'll have money for a foot. Although, if she's worried about gas, she's probably not wasting money on a foot, I guess. Yeah. We also find out the antidote works. We do! And, yeah. So far, Sunto is fine. Yeah. Recovering nicely, even. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we find out um, some more bad news is that she was not invited to Peony's funeral.
0: I didn't even catch that part. Where's oh
1: that? no, you missed it. I did miss it,
0: and it makes me really sad. Oh.
1: See, you read so fast. It is.
0: That's that's part of the problem. I read really, really fast. But yeah. I also I was doing this while John was listening to music, I think. So I was kind of distracted. I didn't have all of my brain cells just focused on the book. So I miss a lot when I when I am listening to I'm something. Like, that's actually pretty shitty, though. Not being invited to your sister's funeral. I've been to quite a few different funerals and have been invited to pe- people's funerals that I've never actually met before. And it seems like it would be really heartless to block out a family member in a... In a last remembrance of somebody. Such as a funeral. It
1: does. And... We... Quentin and I always talk about funerals because we're far away from our families and it's difficult Mm -hmm. to get places at the last second, especially with Quentin's job Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. He probably won't be able to go to the services for his grandfather.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it's not immediate family, so it's not covered under bereavement. And he's literally the only instructor right now. Yeah, I know. We talked about it. So even if he went, like, there's no one to cover Mm -hmm. his classes. So, yeah. He just can't go. And that's really unfortunate. Yeah. She wasn't allowed to go to the services for Peony, and I'm very sad about that. That's bullshit.
0: (laughs) I'm still going to say, I'm really upset spaghetti about this.
1: But we find out that the antidote works, that no one knows it was her, which I guess is good, but Errolange knows who it was. I'm sure Kai can put two and two together. Well, ish. Ish. Yeah. But then she talks about feeling bad that she has to leave Doctor Arland without telling him. I kind of feel like he would understand. I mean, he's the one telling her to run away from the Queen. Yeah, I think he would
0: understand. He might be a little disappointed because he's she's running away from her responsibility to help with the plague research.
1: Well, what's her responsibility? I mean, we find out that he's also a sci- that he's also a Lunar. So True. what's her blood better than his for?
0: I don't know. I just thought that that might be, Yeah, he might be more disappointed.
1: I guess that's a good point. We also find out she gets a new deposit every single day. Like, I need to know how much money this is. How much unis? Yeah. Because maybe she could buy a new foot. Like, I don't know. I want her to be able to buy a new foot, but, like, if she's worried about gas. Obviously, the foot is not going to take precedent. Because even if she was missing yeah. her right foot, you can drive with your left. I mean, it'd be awkward and unusual, but she's not used to driving anyways. Wait, she's in New Beijing, which is in China now?
0: Period. Wait, yeah. <laughs> is that, do they drive on the right side or the left side of the road? No idea. Oof. Because then she might have to, depending on... So we car-
1: looked it up. We looked it up. We looked it up. China, they drive on the right-hand side of the road. I'm sure all of our listeners who are familiar with how they drive in China are annoyed that we don't know that, but (laughs) we do not. And thank you to my husband for knowing random car facts about
0: other countries. Go him. John wouldn't have known that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Quentin is obsessed with that show Grand Tour.
0: Okay.
1: I don't know what that is. It's a car show. Okay. That works for me. They go around the world and they drive cars. Okay, so that's why I was like, okay, well, he would probably Even know because yeah. he watches them drive car- cars all over the world. So, okay, right. oh, we're barely in.
0: <laughs> we are barely in.
1: All right, so, so go ahead. I like a few
0: points on page two two eighty eight, and my favorite part on this, <laughs> I wrote that. Too. My favorite part is kind of in the middle where she talks about she's making a digital library in her brain i think that's the coolest thing ever she's creating a digital inventory in her brain oh you the- said
1: library oh sorry so i was very confused inventory. i was like i feel like i would have noticed the inventory Where's the inventory heart. okay and i think that's really neat in- taking inventory sucks yeah i oh when i worked at hardy's as manager and i had to do the count every night which is inventory but we yeah. called it count i used to have a coat and gloves because you have to go to the freezer and literally count each individual, like, patty and yeah. chicken tender and things like that. And it gets cold after, like, two seconds. So I used to have a coat and gloves at work. And every t- every night at, like, 9 o'clock. I'm surprised I didn't have, like, a little little hat (laughs) well that's the beauty of long hair true but i usually just put the hood for my coat up but yeah i just thought
0: that was really cool i think so too bethany and i both like to men would like gobbledygook
1: gobbledygook gobbledygook i thought it was such a cute little i just wrote a smiley face did you have you ever used that word i think in terms of like talking about harry potter because isn't that the name of the language in harry potter when they're talking about goblins I think you're right. So, which is that's J.K. Rowling did not invent that word. No, but she just snatched it for that purpose. I this is
0: one of the weird words that John when he first met me. I use a lot of words from around the country, and I just pick up other people's language terms, like Yins from Philadelphia, or not Philadelphia. Sorry, Pittsburghians, Pittsburgh, from my friend what who lived yin up there. What does mean? Yins means all y'alls Okay. It's just, In the yes. Midwest, it's you guys. It is you guys. Yes. And I use that as well. Use guys. But Gook is one of the ones that I've definitely
1: used around him. He was like, what the hell is that? Really? <laughs> yeah. But, oh, he hasn't read Harry Potter. Never mind. Okay. He well, is, though. He's reading it right now. He's on book five. Finally. <laughs> making progress. He is. But I like that word, too. That yeah, I, like I do, too. Uh,
0: I also liked how she troubleshot the little girl's
1: port screen. She it's a, a cool. nice little callback to that first uh scene. Yeah. With Kai's android There's... and you'd be surprised how much that works. That. I don't know if you underlined it. But I don't underline in my book like a lunatic. If you wrote
0: it in your notebook. I was notebook. a little
1: harsh. I called you a lunatic. I am crazy. I am crazy. I tell my
0: I tell my students that you know I'm I'm a little crazy in my my leadership, and they're like, Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. We're here. <laughs> we're we we've, we've been around. Yeah, yeah. But where she she's gonna take Ico and herself to the Taj Mahal, the Mediterranean Sea, the Transatlantic
1: Railway.
0: Which I didn't underline, but I did underline that Aiko would want to go
1: yes. shopping in Paris. And yes. I thought that was beautiful. I love that. Aiko would love to go shopping in Paris. She'd love to pretend to eat Cinnabons in Italy or whatever country it's called now. And... I could see Aiko touch like the silky fabrics of the Mediterranean. If
0: they could ever make it to the United oh. States. And if Tiffany's is still around, hopefully oh. eating breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes, I <laughs> would love that. That's Yeah, I just, I thought it was really cute. It's it's really sweet. Because up to this point, we get that feeling that Cinder's just not having a good time
1: at, at the festival, being forced to work. No, but then someone shows up. <sighs> the prince. I love this little callback. She's sitting at a table, grumpy, it's hot, she's annoyed, she's missing a foot, she's wrapping, she's, you know, tossing shit on the table and banging it around. Kai shows up in his hoodie and trying to hide who he is. It's just such a great little callback to their first meeting. But this time she doesn't stand up. She's like, she you know what? Nope, can't do it. Not today, your highness, not
0: today. I like how snarky he is.
1: I do love when... I wanted to know why she didn't just attach her old foot. Like, I know it was horrible, but only until, like, 15 days ago she was using it. And it would be better than nothing. It would be. That is a weird one. So why wouldn't she... Unless Audrey sold it, which I don't see happening or something, why wouldn't she just attach her old foot? Because up she only had this new foot for, like, two weeks. Didn't she tell Iko to get rid of it? Did she? I okay. Think she did. Okay, then never mind. I was just uh-huh. going to say why she wouldn't, I don't know why she wouldn't just put her old foot back on. Because it it's only been like two weeks since yeah. the very first, you know, part of this book when she got the new foot. So, although yeah. it would suck, it might be better than hobbling around on crutches with no foot at all. Yeah.
0: I right? Agree. I agree. Yeah. I just, I have a distinct memory of her not Of her telling Aiko to get rid of it. You guys will have to correct me. You know my memory's terrible. Bethany's the one with the memory.
1: So I looked it up. It's on page 15. And after she puts the foot on, she says, It's perfect, she said, pulling on her boot. She spotted her old foot held in Aiko's pincers. You can throw that piece of junk away. A scream filled Cinder's ears. So she tried to throw it away. Or to tell Aiko to throw it away but was interrupted by the screams of Chang, Sasha. Sasha yeah. So it's possible that it didn't get thrown away. We have no idea. I'm we sure don't. Aiko was a little distracted.
0: Yeah, but there is that potential. But it's she, not there anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. She just doesn't have And then for
1: some reason they mentioned tea-boiled eggs, which I thought sounded kind of yucky.
0: I've heard good things about tea-boiled eggs. I've wanted to try them. I haven't been able to try I've them yet. I've never heard of them. Yeah. Okay, I've never heard of I them. I would before. love to try them. I Just haven't found a good place to actually try them. Fair enough. Yeah, my friend Steve's wife. She's from the Philippines, so her what she's eaten in the past is different than what we have. And I think we've talked about tea-boiled eggs. And Steve loves food, so he's eaten everything. In our that
1: world. is interesting. I would like to try them. Same.
0: I'll see if I can find a place when we can go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also, we find out she's ghosting Kai. Ouch. Oh my god. She's I didn't even totally, think about it that way. <laughs> she's totally ghosting him. Oh, she is
0: ghosting him.
1: He's like brutal.
0: But it's a little like he sent her six messages right. That's six?
1: brutal. It
0: is brutal, but
1: I tr- I can't ghost people.
0: I can't either. If I see that you texted me, I don't know if you've noticed it, but I immediately text you back. No, I you don't. don't. Ever, I don't?
1: There are days when you don't message me back. <laughs> it's because I You and Becca I'm are like, horrible. Sometimes. Yeah. If you message me on... on, This is why sometimes you get a phone call. Which is fine. Because I, I you don't message back, and I'm like, alright, it's been three days. <laughs> sometimes
0: I'll read it, and I'll say it in my head that I'm messaging you back, and then I I forget.
1: Quentin forgets to, like, hit the send button, so he'll mm-hmm. type it back, and then I'll be like, well, you never answered, and he'll be like, yes, I didn't. <laughs> yes, I didn't. Well, because he'll pull it up on his phone, and he'll be like, yeah, look, I answered, and I'll be like, yeah, but see, I didn't get that, so it doesn't count yeah. as answering. I'm normally pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm normally pretty good about this stuff. You do answer back really quickly though. Even an email, like I send yeah. you an email and then I. To text be fair, you.
1: I'm always on my computer because of school. So if you send me an email, it's right there. Yeah. You know. But you're like within seconds. You yeah. email back. Like when I. The only time I won't, even when I'm in class, sh- sometimes <laughs> I do. The only time I won't, is if I can't. You know, like if yeah. I'm in the shower or something, I mm-hmm. won't do it. Every once in a while, I unplug everything for like two hours. Yeah. Just because I need it, you know. Yesterday I did that so I could watch the new episode of Grey's Anatomy. Do you watch Veronica Mars? I don't. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I whoever watches Veronica Mars and listens to this show knows why I'm upset because I just finished the new Hulu season and I am not happy with the ending of that first season. So, and you all know why. <laughs> no spoilers!
0: This is spoiler-free for everyone. This everything. is spoiler-free
1: for... for No, we spoil Harry Potter all the time. You yeah, just is... did. <laughs> <Part>. <laughs> with the book and Half-Blood Prince! But I didn't say who the Half-Blood Prince is. But you you spoiled the features of the book and the whole scene with... Ma- See, you spoil, you spoil Only Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. Only Harry Potter! But if you haven't watched it, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm just saying that that's a... I was not happy... So, yeah, watch it and then message me. Yeah. uh, And remember, if you message the Prince Kai fan pod, it's always me. I'm the only one that answers those. So She does. It's true. All right. Ghosting. She ghosts him. Yeah, and he has every right to be Sassy Kai. I love when Sassy Kai shows up. I do, too. I like it. I love Sassy Kai. A little spice to her life. Quentin does the snap thing. <laughs> when he gets really sassy, I'm like, wow, you're being salty spicy. right now. No, spicy. Spicy. I say, I say, you're being spicy right now. And he'll be like, yeah. <laughs> There's girl. That's hot right now. I can
0: I can see Quentin doing that. Yeah.
1: 100%. <laughs> He's so great if I'm in a mood, too. If I'm talking about I was talking about you. Oh, God. Because you texted and you were like. Yeah, we need to stay an episode ahead, and I was like, I know I'm the one that edits the episodes, but I said that out loud, and Quinton was like, "You tell her that girl." Well, so I, you know, you know, I, I want it to be as easy for you as possible. Well, also texting doesn't translate. I know, <laughs> and I sometimes say things out loud that I would never text people. <laughs> yep,
0: yeah, because it, it doesn't
1: translate, and it's gonna sound snarky, and I don't mean it that way. Just. Words come out of my mouth. I'll put sarcasm if I'm being sarcastic. In, in. I'm getting better at picking up on it. Okay. It's when we're recording that I have to be careful, because like there was one time I told you about it. Yeah, you did. You were snarky about something, but I knew you were being sarcastic. But then like five days later, when I went to edit the episode, I didn't laugh. So I was like, oh, so our listeners think Ashley's just a bitch, <laughs> because I, I didn't, did I didn't laugh after what you said. So it just went really quiet, and then I was like, anyway. He's like, okay, so they think Ashley's just really mean to me. I'm not. I should have kept it for sympathy, though. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone would feel better. One lone tear. tear.
0: <laughs> have you seen it? It's from Supernatural, but they they do, like, a play, and I've only ever heard of this, in the middle of Supernatural, about the Supernatural. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, I do one, remember that, yeah. One lone okay. man
1: tear. I have not Watch Supernatural in like five seasons, okay. but yeah, I do remember that. One long man too.
0: So anyways, anyway,
1: he gives her a gift, a yeah. beautifully wrapped gift. And then I say like, oh, can't you just let him down easy, you bitch? <laughs> <laughs> she's so harsh with she's, him. Yeah, but just lie and say you're you've got a boyfriend or
0: something. Like gosh, she she has feelings for him, she and is she's brutal, dealing with a lot of. Sh- like I that. know, but let the guy down easy. Don't crush his
1: soul. Sometimes you just have to... <laughs> yes. But but yeah, It's so sad how she does feel.
0: It is, because... Oh, you underlined it. I did. Yeah. She would spend the rest of her life watching as Prince, no, Emperor Kai, gave speeches and passed bills as he went on diplomatic missions around the world as he shook hands and kissed babies. She would watch him marry. She would watch as his wife gave him children. Sad face. Yeah. Because the whole world would watch it happen. Yep. I underlined specific parts, just that very first part, up to Emperor Kai, because that made me really sad, and then his wife gave him children,
1: because... Yeah. Poor Cinder. She's okay. <laughs> I put little ellipses in the middle so that it would just be those words. Oh. Because that's how it <laughs> felt to me. Because when we read that... Especially if you're a hopeless romantic like me. You don't read all of that. What you read, when you finish reading that, your first thought is, oh my god, she's gonna have to watch him marry someone else. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's sad. It's it is sad. sad. I wouldn't want to be in that situation. If I had to watch John marry somebody else, I'd just be torn up.
1: Yeah, I don't want to watch Quentin do anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I very rarely get, like, super jealous. Mm-hmm. Because I trust my husband. Yeah. And as you should. Also, my husband is like super attractive, and I've been told on by more than one person that he's way more attractive than me. So, I've just gotten used to like, okay, I just I'm married to someone who people are going to hit on, and he does. He's gotten hit on right in front of me on multiple occasions. You just have to go with it. That those bulls- <laughs> that he gets hit on in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. But you're also really pretty, so... Oh, thank you. I think you're gorgeous. I get so many people that are, like... They put Quentin, like, up here, and I'm, like, in the middle. I'm not ugly, but, like, I'm more plain, I guess, you know? I would put both of you at
0: the same thing, but maybe because I spend so much time with you, your personality is beautiful. Oh, thank you. every time... Sorry, this is going to sound like I'm romantically interested in you. You know, it's better than you sounding snarky, right? It is. It's always (laughs) better. But, so I... A lot of times I get to spend a lot of times gazing deeply into your eyes. Yes, because we just sit here on my couch and (laughs) stare at each other while we record. Bethany has the prettiest, prettiest eyes, and so like I, I always catch myself when you're talking to me. And sorry if I ever look like
1: dazed because I'm like no, 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 I'm used to it. Look at her pretty eyes. It's very rare. I have green hazel eyes, which is less. Less than 2% of the world's population has green hazel eyes. I think it reminds me of my mom, because she she's got those hazel eyes as well. Hazel or green hazel. Green hazel. Does she? She's, she's part really of green. my 2%. She is part of your 2%. Yes. Yeah, um, my eyes are always the thing I like most about me. I like it Yeah. My mom has my eyes. Uh-huh. My mom is one of the rarest people in the entire world, because she is a ginger... Which is less than 2% of the population. It is. And she has green hazel eyes. So that's, which is less than 2% of the population.
0: I've seen pictures of your mom. And I think I've shown you pictures of my
1: mom. My mom's the same way. Yeah. I What's look exactly like my mom. Only she got to be taller and curvier. And I don't have red hair like hers. Like, she dyes her hair. She has all kinds of colors in it. But she was born with, like, auburn hair. hmm And I have, like... I was born with like dark brown hair that has like a red tint to it. So and I, you know, I got my mom calls them angel wings, but I have freckles on my face, which are cute. Yeah, they go under my nose and my eyes. Bethany's very adorable. (laughs) Good. That means I'll look young forever, right? Forever. (laughs) Yes. But But I, yeah, it'd be hard. It's hard. It is hard. I, I would never. Maybe I've been married too long. I don't think there's ever a thing. Well, here's the thing. I can't remember. I can sort of put myself in her shoes. Mm -hmm. Because Quentin and I did split up for a few months. Yeah. But I've been married for a very long time. And when, at least in my own personal experience, I've come to realize that I was never in love before. Because Mm -hmm. the type of love that I have now... It was never that unconditional. It was never that intense, you know? Yeah. There's nothing Quentin could do. There's stuff I could say he could do, Mm -hmm. but I don't even think that would be the end for me, you know? Yeah. And there's people I thought I was in love with who broke my heart or who I broke their heart unintentionally, but it happens, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. But, you know, looking back 10 years into a relationship, I'm like, I didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. about them. I thought I loved them at the time, but it was nowhere near the connection that I have with my husband. So it's hard for me to fully put myself in her position because I haven't yeah. been there for a while, which I, which is why I like Marissa Meyer's writing style because the way that she writes it, I can feel that way again, even though I personally haven't been in that position in mm-hmm. so long.
0: Yeah, I get it.
1: Yeah. And I'm on my
0: side. I feel love for
1: I feel kind Again, of rejection.
0: This sounds like I'm in love with
1: Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> I do
0: love you, Bethany. <laughs> it's just more, it's not romantic. It's platonic. It is platonic, and it's more of that
1: sisterly love that I get yes. with a lot of my friends. I do love my friends. I love everyone, but I wear my heart on my face. and I actually say I love you now. That's <laughs> Like, when we get off the phone, I'm like, okay, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I don't, I don't say it a lot. I don't tell a lot of people that I love them. Um... A lot of times, I'm very open and honest with them, telling I'm going to fall in love with you. It's not romantic. <laughs> it's, it's different. You can with,
1: have different ones. I know. Yeah.
0: It's just, I'm trying to like, normalize being able to be in love with your friends. Oh, myself.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. This is not something we talk about a lot in, in the world. But I also can't see myself in this position. I haven't been with my husband near as long as Bethany's been with her husband.
1: Well, I mean, in my defense, I met Quentin when I was 16. Yeah, I met
0: I met so. John when
1: I was nineteen and he was twenty-four. Quinton was a senior when I was a freshman. Wow. At the same high school. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, John and I we were worlds apart,
1: literally. Yeah, like literally. He was when
0: I was in high school. He was he had already joined the military. He'd already lived a pretty substantial life before yeah. before I I came into his life. So yeah, we. I mean. I've felt love, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah.
1: Young love versus more mature. More mature. Yeah. And not even mature in the sense of, like, we're older than when we were young. Just mature in, like, the sense that the relationship has had time to mature. And grow. Because I was with my first boyfriend, Adam, for, like, three years. And it still never got to the point where you know, I feel the way that I do about Quentin and it's really, it's not tangible. It's Mm -mm. just not, it's hard, it's hard to explain it, but there's something different and it doesn't have to be marriage. That's just a piece of paper or a (laughs) ring or however (laughs) you look at it. Yeah. But there's just something that after years and time together becomes bigger than I love you. Quentin and I talk about all the time, like, when we broke up for that, you know, seven months that we split Mm -hmm. up, the hardest part was that we weren't friends. Yeah. And he was one of my best friends. Before we started dating, he was one of my best friends and Mm -hmm. vice versa. And that was the hardest part about it was because you're so used to this person. So like something would funny would happen and yeah. I would just want to text him and tell him about it because he would think it was funny. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I got excited about school and I would want, or something, yeah. something big would happen and you'd want to tell each other about it. And it was the same for him. You know, he was in the middle of Um, basic, and then tech school, and then moving to a new base, and there were all these times he wanted to call me and be like, oh, I just did this, it was so much fun, you would have loved it, but we weren't on terms back then, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't a possibility, and I think that's the biggest part about, like, marrying someone that you're friends with, that makes it difficult to put yourself in that position, because if Quentin rejected me right now, that's my best friend, and Mm -hmm. not in terms of, like, people who say... You know, oh, my spouse is my best friend. No, like, he literally is my best friend. He was before we were married. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's my sisters. They're going to get lots and lots of phone calls and text messages if we split up. It's going, you know. And we already text each other all day. So their phones are just going to get more blown (laughs) up. Because I'm sure they've texted me, like, three times since we started this. Yeah. 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 It's not an exaggeration. We text all the time. Yeah, it's usually that. stupid stuff.
0: <laughs> but that's that's awesome. That's Yeah. Cool. That's what that's what friendship is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I've always considered John more my lover. <laughs> than your friend. <laughs> than my friend. But at the same time. But you time, didn't start
1: that way. We as did. friends?
0: We didn't start as friends. No, we no. were we're a couple almost immediately. Yeah. And
1: I think that can make a big difference. It can. Friends. It can. We
0: just have a different
1: our love is different than your love. And yeah. love is complex. Love is complex and love is a. Uh, Love is singular in the fact that it's different for each person. It is.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah. Love. Love. I don't
1: think Quentin... I hate to throw Quentin under the bus. He loves you more than anything in the world. I don't think Quentin realized how much he loved me until after his first deployment.
0: They say separation makes their heart grow fonder.
1: That is what they say. And it does, it is true.
0: Yeah.
1: It's true. Yeah. I think it was after his he says that he realized he loved me when we were still split up. Mhm. The first time he told me he loved me was during our wedding vows, which was very sweet. And I think it was the deployment that really set it in stone for him mm-hmm. because there was a pretty big difference when he came back in terms of like affirmations and affection and things like that where he used to be not standoffish but like he didn't need it as much he Mm -hmm. didn't need the affirmation and the affection and things like that and he came back and he needed that companionship even more so yeah and so i feel like that changed it for him
0: i mean it's pretty plain to me that you guys love each other
1: oh thank you I, see I like it. to think so.
0: <laughs> I see. But I notice those little things. Like, if yeah. people are meant to be together, I can feel it. I can. I, it's tangible for me. It Literally, I can see it and feel it and emotionally represent it in my own self. So I can see that you guys love each other so much. Can you see that with Kai and Cinder? <sighs> I don't know. I want to see it. I want to see it, too. But she's rejecting him, and it kills me. When she talks about him, I can feel that love. Yes, but especially she to, when
1: she says that she has to watch him get married and have and it, children with another woman and
0: It's not jealousy that I see there. I see It's it not as jealousy,
1: longing. yes, longing, envious. It's not jealousy in terms of, like, oh, no, he's going to be with another woman. He's She's jealous of the woman who gets to marry him. She's not jealous that he's going to spend time with another woman. She's jealous of the woman who gets to be his wife, who gets to have children with him, who gets to spend oh, their life with him. Yeah. That's what she's jealous of.
0: Yeah, and I can feel that.
1: Yeah, I can, I can feel, feel that. that. And that's what makes her such a great writer is that we can feel that. Yeah, I love I love that about Marissa Meyer. Yeah, I do, too. And she says that he would move on and forget all about her, but I don't think he would. I don't. Not with how persistent he's been. If nothing else, I don't I don't necessarily want to assume that this is his first love, but if nothing else, it's probably the first person that's ever rejected him, and you're not going to forget that.
0: Especially as a prince.
1: Yeah. <laughs> as an
0: emperor. As, as a, yeah.
1: He's not going to forget the first person that told him no several times. She does drop it pretty hard. She's just a little snappy. Ooh. She can't ruin the illusion. She can't. She just can't. She gets snarky. She does get snarky. Like, I get that she's trying to distance herself, but it's still hurtful, and it's kind of uncalled for. Kai doesn't deserve it. No. And that's what's a little sad. But, you know, what's uh, great is that she's at least getting better at lying. Yes. Yes. She needs to, I'm not condoning lying, I'm not a fan of it, but in her situation, <laughs> she's about to be a lunar-slash-cyborg fugitive. Yes. She she's going to need to, go to come up with some cover stories. Definitely. Like, cover she's going to sure. need to be able to lie her way out of trouble sometimes. Mm-hmm. She's going to learn mm-hmm. how to use her lunar gift, which is just total lying. Like, she needs to improve yes. her skills. Yes, yes. And she needs to be comfortable with all of that.
0: Yeah, and she's getting there, ish. She is getting there. I mean, I could throw you in there. And imagine yourself trying to learn to lie. You don't yeah. like lying. I don't like lying. And
1: doing that without getting nauseous like you do. I get super nauseous. Thanks, mom. <laughs> they do that. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's life. I told
1: her about that because she listens. Yeah. Yeah, and she listened to the episode where I explained guilt gut. Which I think you were on. Yeah, Yeah, I remember. And she was like, I don't even remember telling you that. And I was like, well, aren't you lucky? She's like, it's funny that I lied to you to get you to stop lying, and it worked. I was like, yeah, you can see how happy I am about the irony in that. So great. My lifelong search for irony (laughs) is over.
0: (laughs) Oh, irony. Oh, irony. Fickle beast. I like how he mentions that she didn't stand up for him.
1: I did like that. I thought that was interesting. It was. It's a little funny, too. It's like, she lies. aren't you decorum? And she
0: lies. She's she like, lies. I've been here since dawn and I am tired. Which you well, I don't think
1: that that's a lie. I think she lies when she flat out says she lies. When she says that she's like waiting on parts. Oh, or whatever. Yeah, that she was been a good lie. She was like, oh, I'm glad that the lie came so easily. Mm-hmm. I don't think I underlined that part. Oh, here it is. Here, here it is. It here is. it is. Yeah, I didn't. For your information, I'm expecting a big parts order. Oh, no, no, no. I need sassy voice. You do need to sassy this up. <laughs> For your information, I'm expecting a big parts order to come in, and someone has to be here to receive it. She was proud that the lie sounded so believable. Yep. Yep. So she's getting there. She is definitely getting there She's definitely getting there. And then he gets sad because she won't go to lunch with him. Because she's like, no. It might be the last time they ever see each other. Who's
0: cutting the onions? I'm so sad. It is sad. He wants I think it's sweet that I wrote <laughs>
1: all feelings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because he, he says he might have feel can you read that part? It almost it?
0: made me cry. I know this is stupid, but part of me felt like if I could come see you today, if I could convince you to go with me tonight, then maybe I could still change things. It's dumb, I know. It's not like Lavana cares if I you know,
1: might have actual feelings for someone else. I feel like he said that very trails-offy. Trails-offy, but very honest. Yeah. Hon- like, he does. Like, uh, it's not like Levon, cares if I, you know, actually might have feelings for someone. Well, she's a predator. You know, like, how Cinder was talking earlier, where she's like, you can call me Cinder. Her <laughs> Highness. Yeah. Where it's like you, you're you talking to yourself, but other people can hear you. you I do know? It all the time. Yeah, I do I, I I talk to the dogs all the time. They get to listen to me all the time. They like it. They do. skimp's enjoying his Ashley cuddles at the moment. He
0: is. He's such a Look. cuddle bug.
1: <laughs> he really seems to trust Dr. Erland, which he I does. like. He talks yeah. about Dr. Erland and how Dr. Erland is working to... Perfect that antidote. Perfect that antidote, run tests on it. But he can't. He can't. He can't. Because it. the ingredient is only found on Luna. That blackmail, Lavana was. Lavana the Predator. Yeah. She's definitely praying. Praying on all of them, all of the Earth. Well, she's definitely got the upper hand at the moment. She does. She's literally their savior. Mm-hmm. Their Predator is trying to disguise herself as a savior. Yeah. There's some more irony for us if we wanted it.
0: Oh, There's want a lot of death in this, too. There in this. Is. He talks about how much people are dying, how he couldn't even watch that many people
1: die. Could you? I couldn't. I no, couldn't either. I, I couldn't either. I understand. And then he jokes about going, about Are you still going to go to Europe? She's like, Yeah, you want to come. <laughs> I <laughs> wish. In another universe. He said yes, and they ran away together in the sunset, and ended um, up happily ever after. But this is uh, the reality that they're is, both yeah. in, and they don't get to do that, and it's I very don't. sad. I, I underlined a single blissful moment of pretend. Yes, that's beautiful. Because that's, that's what you just did. Yeah, I did. I had a blissful moment of pretend. You did. And I did, too. <laughs> and it's unfortunate that it's going to end that way for the two of them, or, you know. And then... Um. Ugh. Bitch Pearl. shows up. Well, no, I
0: think that bitch should be for Audrey. Pearl should be a different word. What's Pearl? Cuz Predator's Lavana, Audrey's the bitch. Pearl isn't she's not bitch level yet.
1: What is she though?
0: She's definitely
1: cuz I feel like Pearl's bitch level and Audrey is the C word.
0: <laughs> well, yes. I would say she's a douche canoe. Douche canoe. I think that's the proper or a butt hat. A butt hat, Because She's a little younger. So we we can use elementary terms for her. Oh. Yeah. You it people don't do it anymore, but the elementary school gear butt hat. If you called an adult a butt head, would yeah. you take I would take it as more offense than being called a bitch or even a witch. Like if somebody yeah. insulted me with those terms I would be more hurt by... I feel like head.
1: Pearl is the epitome of a, of a mean girl. She's Regina George. Maybe we should just call her Regina. She's Regina. She's okay, Regina. listeners. Pearl. Pearl is... L- Levana is the predator. Audrey's the bitch. Audrey's the Pearl bitch. is Regina. She's Regina. I feel like Becca would completely agree. Yes. Becca, who loves Mean Girls as much as I do.
0: I mean, I think I'm
1: up there with you guys, too. Yeah, I love Mean Yeah, for girls. sure. But Pearl freaking comes in out of nowhere. I love Kai. Send her these. I wrote, you tell her, Kai. I love how he stands up for her. So just, quick. What, no please or thank you? And then she's, like, about to smart off. Who are you two... Dear in the headlights, because <laughs> she realizes who she's talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you get, Pearl. You butthole. And he's so
0: hopeful. He. Mm. I love. He is hopeful, but at the same, same time, <laughs> Cinder introduces the prince like, "Your Highness, please meet my stepsister, Lynn Pearl." Regina George. I don't think she does it that way.
1: You know how do you think she does it? I feel like. It's very hesitant. It's like she has to. It's more like Your Highness, please meet my stepsister, Lynn Pearl. Oh, I feel like she was sarcastic as <laughs> Yeah, like she's just happy to introduce <laughs> she's her. Sarcastic. Yeah.
0: Sarcastic.
1: But what's really what this is what bothers me. They're yeah. saying that this is the last time they're ever gonna see each other, so the last words that she ever hears is My request still stands, by the way. If you change your mind. Yeah. Tear jerker because he says goodbye to her. Mm-hmm. And Regina George. I wrote, that's not yours, bitch. <laughs> she takes it and she, <laughs> she opens it. She takes the box and she opens it. How upset would you be if somebody else opened, like, your birthday gift? Oh, I would cut. I would, too. Yeah, I'm not. No, my birthday, I I have a birth miss.
0: You so do not. You're going to have a birthday. When people
1: actually, like, give me birthday presents and it's, I get really excited. So, no. I'm gonna get you no. two
0: distinct things. One that's Christmas themed, that's not for your birthday, <laughs> and one that's
1: probably unicorn
0: themed. I do love me some unicorns. I know, so but I, I haven't find. found the perfect unicorn thing yet, <laughs> but I do have something for Christmas specifically picked out for you. I just have to go it's pick it up. Very exciting. If yeah, you... I
1: wrote. I wrote. That's not yours, bitch. Put it down. <sighs> and give
0: it that down. And she, I like Marissa Meyer how she actually described how she shredded the paper. Because, like, if you get a gift from somebody that you really should You open it gently. You open it gently. You fold slowly, it in half. You drives, keep the tissue paper. It drives John insane that I'll Really? Do that. Yeah, because if he gives me a gift, I used to, like, tear it apart, but now I actually, like, take the time to, like, open it up slowly and, like, it builds his anticipation and I know it does, so I'm, uh. I'm play-acting for him. And
1: it also builds my anticipation because I'm. It very just excited. depends on the situation. Usually, especially if it's pretty, I want to keep it. <laughs> yeah. The wrapping <laughs> paper. But, all right. My parents had four kids. We all opened everything all together, yeah. all at once. Everyone's opening presents and looking in stockings and showing <laughs> each other what they got. Yeah. So you can go as slow as you want.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Quentin's family, and it's. It causes me such anxiety. They open it one person at a time. Oh. Everyone stares at you That's while funny. you open the present. And they, they expect a genuine and unique reaction, both like physically, bas- facially, and verbally, to each individual present. So you can't just open it and say thank you. You need to have a reaction. Yeah. You need to say thank you. And you need to say thank you with purpose. Mm -hmm. Because at first I was just like, oh, thank you. And then they would just stare at me and Quentin's like,
0: (laughs) Ramp it up, Bethany.
1: (laughs) And I'm like, this is a wonderful (laughs) gift. Because I'll use it to do, like, it's just, my family is not like that. And when Quentin had Christmas with us the first time, he didn't, he like sat there, you know, just kind of waiting. Renee had made, my bonus mom made us coffee and cinnamon rolls because that's what she does. And... Uh, Sausage links. (laughs) Delicious. Yes. So that's our breakfast. And then we all sit there and we open presents. And the first time, all of us just kind of started digging in, especially my dad, because he knows his stocking is filled with Reese's pieces. Of course. And Reese's cups. Yeah. So we're all digging into stuff and Quentin's just like, what do I do? You guys don't take turns. And my dad was like, take turns. There's four of them. I'd be here all day. (laughs) Because so, my dad has four kids. Like, yeah, that makes sense. All four of us plus the pair, we would be there all day. And it does take forever. It was like three hours of opening presents. And you can't play with any of them because you have to stop everything you're doing while the other person is opening presents and give them your full attention.
0: That's how my family
1: does it's it. It's exhausting. <laughs> so, all right. I, I'm just not used to it. So I it's exhausting it's... and it causes me like anxiety from like having to put on a performance. So we have... Three people in my household. Okay. It was
0: me, my biological father, and myself. Well, yeah, my mother. No. Me (laughs) twice. No, my mother. Both sides of your
1: personality were there. (laughs) Yes, both sides of my personality, guys.
0: Yeah, so it was my mom, and I said that in my head, my mom, but it came out myself. That's fine.
1: (laughs) My biological father,
0: and then myself. So all three of us, my nuclear family, and we would take turns watching each other open up gifts. But we would do it the Christmas Eve is when we would okay. open gifts. And now that is translated to John and I, how we do gifts. Because it's just John and I. Right. And the cats. And we'll open the cat's gifts for them and wiggle them at them. And they're like, oh, I don't. Miss, get off of me. The dogs have Maybe stockings.
1: Aw. And I'll put, like, a treat outside their stocking so they know that there's something in the stocking. And then they kind of get to go and yeah. get it out of the stocking. That's cute. But they're trained yeah, they, so they ask permission. They kind of like put their hand in and then they'll like stare at it. you, like, is it okay? And then they start grabbing stuff. Yeah, but yeah, John and I take turns doing gifts. No, not really. And, but we don't really do gifts for Christmas. Well we, I'll buy him one gift and he'll buy me one gift. and then the rest of the time, it's like if we want something, we buy it. So mm-hmm. there's not a lot that we want as far as presents go. So usually if we get each other a present, it's something that we would like, but we would never think to buy ourselves. Okay. I get like that. Like me buying him those Pilsner glasses. hmm I bought him Pilsner glasses with his initials etched into them. i never them. He it, never would have thought of that. Yeah. But it's a cool gift, and he loves it. Because it's gift. not something he ever would have thought of, but getting to use it, he thinks it's really great. So that's what we do. We do stuff like that.
0: We do we do gifts on our... We put stuff specifically on our Amazon wish list for the other to get us. Okay, okay. So John's is a lot of books, actually. Nice. A lot of art books, a lot of references. I We, we go through and we, we open one gift each, and then we watch and we, we talk about it and why we got it sometimes. That comes up. But we actually do it on the... Twentieth of December because that is the eve of Yule. July okay. Twenty first. Okay. So that's that's how we do it. Yeah, but <sighs> shredding the paper of somebody else's gift—it's that's really hardcore. No, I've done it with kids before. Like if kids nope. are excited to open gifts, they will be like, Yeah, sure, go ahead. You can go ahead and open this one for me.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant, like, you'll open a kid's present for no, them. No, 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 no. I was no, like, no, no. no, that's mean. That's, no, that's not okay, Ashley. You don't get to open their present for them. No, I
0: meant it the other way. And they, they would open it, and they'd get really excited, and they'd show me, and I'd be like, oh, that's so cool. Because they get excited, and they that's do. fun I mean, for them. I, and also, being on display would be not something I would be good at, because it's I don't so show so much emotion. anxiety. Yeah, I don't show and my... Your, and your
1: emotion has to be, like... You can't just say thank you. Yeah. It has to be, like, up here. It's so hard. Yeah, I understand. I can see how that gives you anxiety. It's
0: too much. It's too much. Can't I just say thank you? We, we don't do that.
1: <laughs> no. 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 It's so much easier being at my parents' house.
0: <laughs> I, yeah.
1: We just We just eat food. We eat sugar and meat we in a synthetic food. casing with coffee and
0: eat candy out of our stockings. We do, at John's family, because at my, my mom's, we actually spend pretty much the entire, what is it, three days with them. We spend Christmas Eve, Christmas, and then normally the day after we're there, too. Okay. So we have all three of those days with them. Okay. And we watch movies, we pick out on fast food and stuff, and we don't do a Christmas dinner or anything like that. And we open all of our gifts, and we sit around talking and lounging about and just watching stupid movies. Like, we did <laughs> one year, we did Star Wars. We did all of the Star Wars, and it took us three days to do it. I bet. And then at John's family, we actually do a white elephant. I hate that game so much. That's what they do over there and it's super fun
1: cuz you No, it's you not. either get really bad gifts or you get really good gifts. Like that's not fun. That's fun to us. No. What? I would be so upset if I got a genuinely good gift and then someone else got it just because they went after me. No. I, I want love my you. good gift. I love it. I no, I hate it. I, I love played them. that once at work and I had to go first. Oh, and by the end of it I literally had a whoopee cushion and someone else had an iPod. Oh wow. So we don't they, I was so upset. I was genuinely upset. I got the worst gift and other people had really cool stuff. Somebody got like a gift card to Scooters, which is a coffee place. Mm-hmm. Somebody got a giant box of chocolate. Somebody else got like um um a box of like lotion and soaps and stuff and I got a whoopee cushion. I was genuinely frustrated, because I also, I spent $35 to play this stupid game and buy a gift for someone, Yeah. and I spent $35 and got a really nice gift, and I got a $2 whoopee cushion.
0: So we, when I did it at my last base, we did it, I did it once one year, and we actually had a $10 limit that you That's what you get. should do. And uh, John's family, they actually do buy a lot of good gifts and such. Good. That, like, one of them was a blanket oh, you know I love blankets, right? I know you like blankets. thirty
1: blankets in my house. <laughs> I do. I, I do it.
0: like you blankets. You like blankets,
1: but yeah, gifts, gifts, gifts. Yeah. And traditions. And traditions. But not for Pearl. Not she's for Pearl. Pearl's, Pearl's
0: is a little. Small she's black. a Regina. She is, and she rips it open, and it is the. You can describe them. What is it? What does it say? <sighs> they about say it's them? the finest pair of gloves she could imagine. And we already know she has a glove thing. Kai picked up on her gloves that she loves. He paid attention. He did.
1: And thoughtful. thoughtful. That is a thoughtful gift. Bethany He's... would have been very happy with that gift if she was Cinder. Yeah, <laughs> because it's thoughtful. It is. It's not it's not just a gift that someone would like. And it's he not... he picked up on the fact that she's always wearing gloves. Yes. That her gloves are always dirty, Mm -hmm. and that they're not like an elegant, classy glove that she could wear out in public. Mm -hmm. He paid enough attention to her to know that even if she did go to the ball, she's gonna be wearing gloves. She might as well wear nice ones. That is a thoughtful gift. He put thought into it. I
0: like the description of it because in my mind, I pictured it beautiful, white, elegant gloves with the seed pearls. Did it it say white? She
1: pure silk and silver white. Yeah, I always picture like a like a pink color. Like a very, very, very pastel pink color. Yeah. I see, see the I don't pay attention enough either, I guess. It happens to us all. Because of the sh- maybe because of the silver shimmer
0: I'm picturing, I guess. I guess yeah, I could give you like a like that pearlescent pinky color. Yeah. I can see where you're coming for that. Yeah. And then this the
1: beautiful little
0: little seed pearls, very small pearls going up. And I just I picture it and I see it as Somebody should draw those for me. Yeah. that can be one of our fan arts. It could be, and it's just the most beautiful pair of gloves. And then, gloves fit for a princess. I love that
1: line. I'm like, oh, he loves you. He does love her. I loved the part where it talks about the wagging empty fingers. I thought oh. that was very well yeah. written. I was
0: like, yeah, because she's flinging them around, and she's just not showing the care because I think she's jealous. Obviously obviously jealous, but I just think that she, more than anything else, there's like this jealousy that maybe she knows that she's a butthole, and she's just... She's jealous
1: because Cinder knows the prince, Mm -hmm. knows him well enough that he gave her a gift, a very specific, thoughtful gift, that she's trying to pass it off, but you know that it is. Yeah. And she didn't tell them. She didn't. She didn't tell them at all. She only told Peony. And I go... See, it pays to be nice to your stepsister. Pearl, you so. could have known. She could have asked to get you a dance at the ball, too, but instead, mm-hmm. she throws a, oh, my gosh. She throws I, a
0: tantrum. I
1: don't, but I love that we get a slap back from Cinder. He wouldn't give you a passing glance, which is about as much as he gave you. Smack, smack. But
0: yeah, peony, clap clap clap. Go with Cinder. What
1: do they? What's that say? Oh my gosh, I can't hear it. In yes, my head. girl. Yes. No, no, no. Oh, ooh, clap 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 clap.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, queen. Yes, yes. yes. But <sighs> Pearl and her temper tantrum. No, fuck you, Pearl. No, I'm no. Done with her. <laughs> but I have to read it because I have it. I have that entire one underlined. That Did one, you? Yes. Oh gosh, yeah. Read it because I almost put that as my quote. Oh, did you? Yes, that's okay. why it's all okay. underlined. Until, you changed your mind. I did change my mind until Pearl threw the gloves to the ground, then grasped the toolbox atop the table and heaved it over on top of them. Cinder cried out at the crash that followed, nuts and bolts scattering halfway across the road. The crowd stopped to stare at them at the me- stare at them at the mess. Like, what a temper change and.
1: Very cool. Lavana of her.
0: It was very Predator. But I think that's heavy.
1: Yeah, she's dedicated. She dedicated. picked up an entire toolbox to throw on that thing. She's, she's dedicated. Like, yeah. Oh, like, very damn. much like how Audrey threw stuff when she was fighting with Cinder and yeah. broke the port screen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Very mother-daughter situation here. Family, they're a
0: strong family.
1: But unfortunately, her little tantrum ruined the gloves they forever. Did the- they were be- they were were beautiful,
0: the most beautiful thing she would ever owned. Mmm. No Cinder.
1: Poor Cinder.
0: Poor Cinder.
1: And that's the end of her chapter. And that is. That is the end. Of, I'm sad, but. What was your quote? My quote was one of the ones from the book. <laughs> I kind of edited my quote, so there's like an ellipsis in it, but still technically from the book. I just skipped a couple words. She would spend the rest of her life watching as Prince, no Emperor Kai, gave speeches and passed bills. She would watch him marry. She would watch as his wife gave him children.
0: That's a just sad Mostly book.
1: it's the marry thing. I can't yeah. imagine having to watch someone that you love, someone that you had potential and possibility with mm-hmm. get get married to someone else. Yeah. And to sure. know that's inevitable, even even as you're standing there having a conversation and he's inviting you on dates and he's buying you gifts, to know that it can go nowhere, that it is inevitable, that you mm-hmm. might as well take the band aid off without dealing with the wound. I can't imagine I gave her a hard time about not letting him down easy, but I really think it's just self-preservation. It is. She's trying to protect herself. She knows that it's never going to happen. There's no world where an emperor is going to marry a mechanic, cyborg, Lunar. And she knows that. And she she can't bring herself to tell him that. But she feels like if he knew, he would know that too. He would, yeah. Which I guess part of him does, because he said this might be the last time we ever see each other. Yeah. He just doesn't know the extra stuff. All he knows is the mechanic thing. And she says that. In this chapter, Cinder says, like, he might be able to overlook mechanic. So his social divide might go as far as mechanic, but it's not going to cross over to cyborg and lunar.
0: Yeah, it won't. What was your quote? My quote was the very last sentence of this chapter. But if there was one thing she knew from years as a mechanic, it was some stains never came out. And I did it because it's it's true. Not only, Cinder, not only your years of mechanic, but years of being a stepsister in a family that didn't necessarily love you.
1: I always found that line to sort of mirror her emotion. Mm-hmm. Because some wounds don't heal either. And don't. that stain on her heart from her missed possibilities with Kai is never going to go away. Yeah. It's not even so much as the fact that, like, because, like, a breakup, I feel like with a breakup, you you have the opportunity to explore the relationship and realize that you're mm-hmm. not good and, you know, you're not compatible. Even if you don't realize it until years later, you do yes. get that realization. She has to spend her whole life in a what-if bubble.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I understand. Yeah, it's sad. It is sad. Did we get Becca's quote? We did not, but she's going to message me, and we'll say it on the next episode when she comes in. Okay. Very cool. But that's the chapter. That is the chapter. This is a long episode because that's a big chapter, and that's also we get chapter. to keep all our tangents. So this yeah. episode is going to be over, it's going to be like two hours long. So Bethany,
0: how many eggs did you have? Six. That's all. Did you add the one that... Yeah. Was? Okay. Yeah. Six, Six eggs. and seven gloves. Seven gloves. Yes. The next ep- episode, we are going to cover the chapters 31 and
1: 32. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And leave us a review. Yes. To be entered into the drawing and to be added...
0: To, for us to reach our 30 review goal by the end of Cinder.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So Bethany can make us the lovely, lovely Patreon.
1: Yes. Yes. More work. <laughs> More work.
0: But <laughs> it's not work if you love
1: doing it. It's not. And I love this podcast so much. This podcast brings me joy. That's the end of this episode. That so is the end of this Lots of tangents for everyone who tangents. said we were allowed to keep them in. I hope you don't regret that decision <laughs> with, with a two-hour episode. I hope you don't you regret, regret that decision. At least we'll have a lot to listen to. They do have a lot to listen to. A lot of content this week. A lot of content. So much, you could almost call it two episodes. It's a bonus (laughs) episode. (laughs) It's a bonus episode. Yeah, so next week we'll read chapters 31 and 32. And hopefully Becca will be back.
0: Yep, I hope so.
1: I hope so, too. All right. See you next Next week. week.
0: See you next week. Bye!
1: The passages read for you today are from Cinder by Marissa Meyer. This podcast is hosted and produced by Bethany Finger. Today's special guest was Ashley Leonard. The logo art for this podcast was created by Angela Wong on Instagram. Thank you for listening.
0: When we got Verizon 5G home internet, it sounded like it could handle all our needs.
1: But one thing it couldn't handle was our frustration. And hey, we deserve reliable internet. It's time for better internet. Fast, reliable internet. Switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Verizon 5G facts.